from Wall Street to the White House. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. We're going to turn to Joe Concha, media and politics columnist for The Hill, Fox News contributor, a new book. Come on, man. The truth about Biden's no good, horrible, very bad presidency and how to return America to greatness. First of all, Joe Concha, how are you? You good? I'm in Arizona, and it's cold here, Larry. I didn't see that coming, but apparently the desert gets cold at night. Go figure. Desert gets cold at night. I actually knew that. So um, (laughs) come on, man. The truth about Biden's no good, horrible, very bad presidency. What I'm reading in the media is, I'm going to paraphrase, the truth about Donald Trump's no good, horrible, very bad everything. I've never seen at post-election uh, I don't know, not all conservative media, I might add, but mainstream media piling on Trump, the Wall Street Journal editorial page piling on Trump, the New York Post that these are Republican conservative newspapers piling on my former boss. What do you make of this, Joe Concha? How do you interpret this? Your listeners aren't going to like my answer here, Larry, but he deserves all the criticism that he is getting. <laughs> the fact that he is attacking two wildly successful GOP governors in Ron DeSantis, who just won in a landslide, and not by running up the score, by the way, uh, with with his election in Republican counties, winning in Miami-Dade, winning in places like Palm Beach County. These are deep blue counties, and he's able to court those constituencies in a way we have not seen. And Glenn Youngkin, the president went after also, who won in Virginia, which is which was, anyway, a blue state until he won last year by running on the issues. And what Trump has a problem with, apparently, is that DeSantis and Youngkin both won without his help mm. in 2021 mm. and in 2022. Mm. And now he's going after him three weeks before a critical election in Georgia, where if Herschel Walker wins, you're, you're looking at probably a Republican-controlled Senate. And he's doing this completely unprovoked, by the way, by DeSantis and Youngkin, who haven't said one bad word about the president, and he's doing this now. And I'm telling you, I'm at a conference out here in Arizona. Nobody, I mean nobody, likes this right now. He is hemorrhaging the support he has. I'm telling you that. You know, um, uh, I have a solution. I don't know that it's an adequate solution, but I uh, said this on our show last night and wrote it up as a uh, column I think that uh, my former boss should put off his candidacy announcement Yep. until after Herschel Walker. I mean, the midterms are not over until the Walker runoff is over. The Walker runoff is the most important thing, it seems to me, if we're going to make America great again and take back the Senate. And I also think, uh, Joe, that he should – pony up he's got a lot of money in his pack uh he should pony up you know several millions of dollars to help the herschel walker operation Uh, i think those would be two very good things for him i i would look i'm very loyal to donald trump i like the guy a lot i basically love the guy i enjoyed working for him but i think he's been off his game i'll certainly grant you that i think some of these statements are just non-starters i don't know why he made it but anyway those are two points of mine what do you think about that that is pragmatic that is logical that's the best thing for the country if donald trump does that 
I have a feeling he won't. But think about the overall premise we're talking about here, where a lot of Republicans are now saying, please don't go to Georgia and campaign for Herschel Walker. Because why is that? People will vote for Raphael Warnock, but not because they love the Warnock brand, just like they didn't like the Biden brand, mm-hmm. but just to vote against Trump. And, and that's what 2024 may be about, that if Trump runs, and in your point, yeah, you should absolutely not announce until after this election. But if he runs, We saw what happened with Dr. Oz and Blake Masters. Here you have these overwhelmingly favorable conditions for Republicans. Inflation, wages not keeping up with inflation, crime, the border, immigration, education, everything was on the argument of the Republican side. And yet these two guys lost in states that used to be red states, right? I mean, we're we're talking about Pennsylvania, which the president won in 2016, and, and Arizona, which was a red state forever, and they still couldn't win I mean, that, that's, that's where I, I really had pause with him running in 2024, because in speaking to people out here, they say exactly what you said. I love the guy. I love what he did. He put immigration and the border and ca- trade and regulations and, and all those things. He, he advanced all those issues and he won on them. But I wonder if at this point, Larry, there is fatigue around Donald Trump, who, let's face it, he announced in 2015, we're coming up on eight years and eight years. And being in this sort of spotlight, even Ronald Reagan towards the end, it was like, okay, it's time for a new chapter. And I wonder, mm-hmm. when you think about Nancy Pelosi being in her 80s and Mitch McConnell being in his 80s and Chuck Schumer approaching 80 and Donald Trump going to be in his 80s if he wins uh, the election, maybe it's time to just go younger and go to the new generation of Republicans in Yunkin, DeSantis, Kemp, whoever it may be, because those guys are winning because they're running on issues. And I think that's what people want to get back to again, running on issues, not on personalities. You know, I had Herschel on the show last night. I mean, I've had him several times. I thought he was very good on the issues. That's why I'm sort of hopeful here. Um, And I said to him, I said, Herschel, Warnock is already throwing mud at him. Okay. And I said, how you want to respond? You want to throw mud back? You want to go high road? And Herschel said, and I thought this was interesting, Joe, First thing he said was, no, I want to go high road on the issues. And he, you know, went down the litany uh, of issues that you yourself just mentioned, essentially. And then he said, though, all right, if you want to throw mud, I can throw mud and I will hurt him if I throw mud, but that's not what I want to do. And I think, um, that's a wise decision by Herschel, but he has to be funded. He needs money. Now, Mitch McConnell, who I think is partly to blame, by the way, for the uh, Republican not coming out. I mean, I, I think Mitch made a whole bunch of mistakes, not only Trump, but Mitch, too. But in putting that aside for the moment, McConnell is poning up a couple of million bucks. Uh, so they're going to basically have Governor Brian Kemp's get out the vote Election Day operation run that for Herschel. And Kemp and I'm a big fan of Brian Kemp, by the way, I always was. And he had a great election. So that's a good thing. Trump should help finance that as well. But Herschel could win that race, Joe Concha, if it's done right. Oh, completely. Right. And and here's the thing. This is what Democrats do so well. They embrace the the, the laws as they stand in terms of voting. They get a five-week head start in places like Georgia or a three-week head start. And we're we're saying, no, only vote on Election Day. And that, that confines it to one day. And we need to get the vote out much, much more, much, much earlier. And, yes, fund these races. You're right. McConnell is absolutely 
to blame for what happened in these races because he didn't fund uh, a master's in Arizona, for example. So I'm not, I'm not blaming Trump. Mm. I'm not blaming a bunch of things that, that went on here, and the candidates weren't all that great either. But, yeah, uh, that, that's what, what's needed at this point because Herschel, he, he totally can win because the conditions on the ground are still the same. People aren't. Uh, inflation is still the number one issue, mm. and crime is still a huge issue in places like Atlanta. And I just think that Herschel, if he just hammers home that message, takes the high road, and is funded the way he should be, then that should be that. But either way, Mr. McConnell absolutely has to go, like I just talked about before. It's time for younger, better, new leadership. Yeah, he's going to be challenged. I was just wondering, Joe, if you know, is there such a th- in a runoff, is there early mail-in voting? Or you just have yeah, to – how does that I, work? I, I asked about this, and yes, there is early voting, and I believe it starts in nine days. And oh. it's, it's something like maybe two weeks beforehand. So the, the, the encouragement should be get out and vote as soon as you possibly can, mm-hmm. just in case something goes sideways on the day of Election Day or you just plain forget. You know, it, it, get out there and do it now. But, yeah, there is early voting, and it, it goes on, uh, I think, starting, I want to say, November 21st. Sounds huh. that right to me? Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't sure about that, but that's very interesting. Well, this is where I think um, – Brian Kemp's crew will do very well because he's got a, apparently a terrific uh, crew, Governor Kemp, and that's going to really help yeah. Herschel. Um, you think McConnell gets dumped? As it's ju- hard. You know, like we always say, every time Pelosi's up for House Speaker again, she always seems to, to get the position. Like these guys, once they're entrenched, it's hard to get them out. But I, I would say I hope so for, for the good of the country. Mm. Uh, but, you know, again, you, you look at these races and there's anger out there that there's supposed to be a red wave and it just simply became a red ripple, maybe. And somebody's, you know, got to be responsible who's currently in leadership, not just the guys who are outside of it. I would think that he would be replaced, but who knows how entrenched he is and how much support he has internally. But he's definitely going to be challenged like he's never been. That's for sure. The cavalry turned into a platoon, Joe. But platoons can be still very powerful. <laughs> Joe Concha, everybody, media and politics columnist for The Hill and Fox News contributor. Thank you, Joe. Folks, we're going to take Thank a quick you, break. And on the other side of the break, we're going to do some stock market work. By the by, it was a very positive week for stocks. Not crypto, but stocks. I'm Cudlow. We'll be back after this. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Cudlow Show. 